Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He's coming out swinging. This is Ricardo Ball's Wrecking Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, it's not quite off the back fence, but I was thinking about this yesterday, Izzy, when uh, Ken P was talking about uh, the state of where rugby is and the drop-off in players and things, and I was was talking to Gordon Simpson, who's uh, co-host of uh, Hurricane Valley here on SENZ on a... uh, uh, Wednesday night, and he said, you know, he he comes uh, from uh, Rosmini College, which is on the North Shore in Auckland, which has always been a big rugby school. And he said to me that uh, a couple of weeks ago, that beginning of the year when they were taking registrations for what sport you wanted to be involved in, he said there was about three hundred and eighty kids signed up for basketball, seventy signed up for rugby, right? And that's at a that's at a big rugby school on the North Shore. That got me thinking. You know, we talk about the rugby clubs around New Zealand and how they're struggling because I can't remember who it was yesterday that said, but, you know, that those those people, that generation, I guess you'd call them the boomers, that have come through their rugby clubs and are the volunteers and the lifeblood of those clubs, you know, they're starting to get to that age where they're not going to be around all the time uh, because that rugby cut off now, the, the deal that was done between schools and New Zealand rugby a few years ago, that basically from under-13s through to about under-17s, under-18s, doesn't exist at club level anymore, right? Because they all have to play for the school. And that, I think, is what's killing our rugby clubs, right? Because if you have those kids playing 13, 14, 15 years old at their rugby clubs, they're there every weekend, they're there with their parents, they're there with their grandparents, and those are the people that are going to be the volunteers. Those are going to be the people that are putting money over the counter at the bar or at the tuck shop or any of those things, and those are the people that are going to keep those clubs alive. And the other thing is, you know, I mean... I know that most schools outside of the first 15, if you're not first 15, you're nothing, right? And and how much drop-off have you got there? You don't get that in clubs. Sure, you have your your, your top sides and your other sides, but having a scenario, a, a culture and a place uh, of belonging, like a club that has that, has that then you keep those kids where they're playing under 85s, when they, where they just want to run around with their mates. You keep those kids involved. It's easy to drop off at school. Uh, if the club yeah. with the family's involved, it's easy to keep, easier to keep them there. I reckon New Zealand rugby really need to look hard at what they do with schools and what they do with clubs and how that 13 to 18 demographic is looked after because I think it's failing not only that demographic, but it's also failing the clubs. Yeah, 100%. Right, uh, Rick Dog. Like it's all about inclusiveness, and you know the parents want their kids to be safe, and kids want to feel safe. And at the moment, you've got different shapes and sizes that are playing in the same grade, and these younger kids, they're not going to be want to be a part of that because they're just worried, they're scared. You know, like it's just part and parcel. So we've got to come up with ideas and innovation from from schools. They've taken away inter club, like inter school. Rugby, it's all done internal. You know, I remember every Wednesday we used to travel to another school and take on another school, like a Rorika in, in Hawke's Bay. Like, it was awesome. And so there was a lot of opportunities to play for your school in different grades, and then there was opportunities to play on Saturday with about 10 under-12 teams. 
So there was a lot of op- different opportunities for these kids. At the moment, they just don't have that, and that's because the numbers aren't there. And why aren't the numbers there? Because parents, and, you know, basketball is growing so much in this country. NBL, the AMBL, you know, the NBA, it is in our minds, it's on our TVs everywhere you look. So kids want to be a part of that. How do we continue to grow this? We've got to find ways to encourage these kids' safety, to make sure that ensure that they are safe when they're when they're doing the sport, and uh, you've got to give them opportunities to be able to play with people their same size and their same ages. So it's the biggest question that we are fighting at the moment. How do we encourage the New Zealand rugby have gone out and they've done their under eighty fives competition, which I think is phenomenal. I love watching that, and I think it's got so much potential. But they need to continue that. And how do they continue that? Maybe evolving different leagues, different weight divisions, something different just to really encourage these players to go and play for their club. And, um, you know, the the, the Carisburg Pigs, they've been winning it for the last couple of years. It's been so good to watch. So I'm hearing what you're saying, mate. It's a big challenge that we're facing at the moment. Yeah, 100%. And I know Joe from Gizzy uh, wants to chip in with this one. Uh, welcome to the show, Joe. How's your Friday? Yeah, yeah, good, good. But overcast here in Gizzy, boys, so can't go for a dive today, but all good. Now, just uh, just listen to your your chat there, Rick Dog. I think uh, you're right to a point, but I think now in 2023, there's so many options that weren't around when I was a kid. I mean, I've got five kids, right? And they all play different sports, but boys don't want to play rugby anymore. You know, they don't want to come along to the club, the board of it. So they go and play things that their mates are playing. And because there's so much available now, I mean, new hockey turfs, you know, brand new yeah. basketball court, sports more accessible. And then also people are a lot busier. So the club ethos is breaking down because, you know, you used to go to the club and that was it. Your dad played rugby, your mum played netball. Now, hockey, badminton, tennis, basketball, athletics, uh, surf lifesaving, swimming club, all of a sudden, everything's pulled sideways. And that's right at the club at the club level and the school level, right? I've got kids who are playing like four different sports every term. You're paying for them to go away, and then you ask them which one they want to pursue. They don't know, but they want to play all of them to have a go, which you encourage as a parent. But we're, we're losing that base of rugby because there's so many options. And also, there's also, you know, the off-field distractions with the social medias, the, play, the playstations. And kids today don't want to play sport, Rick. Thanks yeah. for your call, Joe. I was just going to react to that, um, Rick Dog. Should kids have to pay to play the rugby? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so whatsoever. Like this, that's a, a hurdle right there. Families are already struggling, and then they've got to go pay registration fees. Like, but get rid of that. That is a that is a roadblock then and there that is stopping these kids going and playing the game. If they're going to pay eighty bucks to play. Uh, rugby, why don't they just go pay 80 bucks to go get some new basketball shoes and go shoot at a hoop at school that's free? Well, that's the other thing, mate. Maybe clubs need to look to diversify. We see it a bit overseas, particularly in Europe, where you don't have a necessarily an out-and-out football club or an out-and-out rugby club. You have a sports club, mm. you know, like even Real Madrid and Barcelona have basketball programs. You know, so I mean, if you're if like what Joe's saying there, if you're uh, the uh, I don't know if if you're the Hastings Rugby Club, 
Put in a put in a basketball court, or not even a basketball court. Just put in a three on three court with one hoop at one end, and have a couple of basketballs lying around. So when the kids come down with their parents to, for the rugby, they've got something else to do, and you, you you kind of include them and 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 give them a place to be and a place to come and keep them involved in the club. It's some, certainly something to look at, and 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 it's an evolving space that needs uh, to continue to evolve. It is uh, twenty seven away from eight here on SENZ. This is Izzy and Kempi for. Brand- Breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Time for a catch up with Araha and the latest in news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand.